Heroes of Hello and welcome to episode 282 of Heroes of Handheld, the internet's premium handheld gaming podcast uh, dedicated to all things Nintendo Switch and presented by him, Colin and me, Chris. Colin, That's me, that's me. I'm, I'm Colin. Hi. Hey, how's it going? How's, uh, how's it from Studio Chris and uh, in lockdown? Pl- Playing a lot of Switch this week. Who'd have seen that one coming? Who the four? I've seen there's like shortage. I don't know. I haven't seen any actual news articles. I'll see if there is any. But I keep seeing reports on the old social media, which, you know, we should always uh, believe everything people say on social media. But I keep hearing that Nintendo Switches are selling out like everywhere because everyone is A, buying Animal Crossing and wanting to play Animal Crossing, and B, uh, either on furlough or um, working from home, so they've got more free time and they're wanting to play on Nintendo Switch, which is uh, very good. So we There is smug. also a potential C here, which is people who have now got children at home rather than at school are looking for something to entertain them with. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'm seeing most places are sold out, and I keep seeing on Facebook marketplaces people are like saying, has anyone got a Switch they're selling? Has anyone got a Switch? And we can sit here smugly because we've had switches for years and screw you people because yeah. we are smart. Screw um, them looking for something to entertain themselves during a global sh- pandemic. What horrible people. They should go to the... Po- oh, maybe. They should go for a walk. Oh, maybe not. They should go to the... Uh, um, maybe they should just go... Maybe, maybe they should read a book. That's what you can do. I thought I'd do so much reading during the pandemic and I have never read less. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many distractions, man. You know, yeah, like yeah. you've got your mobile gaming, you've got your Switch, you've got Disney Plus. Have you got Disney Plus yet, man? I haven't yet. What's going on? What's that about? I know. I know. I'm, I'm bad. Sorry. Oh, so um, much Disney Plus, honestly. So much good stuff. I'm going to list you what I've watched, and that includes The Simpsons. I watched three episodes of season five of The Simpsons, which was just <sighs> classic. The one yes. uh, is where Sideshow Bob, obviously trying to kill Bart, he comes out of prison and he's getting the letters. Die, die, Bart, die. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Bart, the Bart, the. Where he's he's like walking into all the rakes and going. You know what? They added that bit. Really? The episode was short. Uh, It was about two minutes short, so they added that rake section to just fill out time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a classic scene. That's great. I love that. And the bit where he's on the boat and. Oh, the classic bit where he's like, Bart, you want to see my new chainsaw and hockey mask? <laughs> oh, classic. And also watch the live action remake of Lady and the Tramp, which actually wasn't terrible. It was actually quite enjoyable. I very much liked it, but it was pretty much a shot for shot remake. Um, and it was a weird mix of um, real dogs and CGI dogs, but it was really good CGI. So it wasn't like, you remember the weird. Um, shows from yesteryear where there would be dogs or cats and other animals and they were talking they would have to do the weird really bad cgi on the mouths to make a little bit of talking they actually created like most of the dogs and the cats from um from from the scratch so it actually very realistic and they completely got rid of the we are siamese song unsurprisingly yeah probably for the best yeah, uh, but was, the new song was quite good. Um, but it was really good. I would would recommend um, watched a few Avengers films, watched Ant Man and the Wasp, which I hadn't seen, which was really good. Enjoyed that, um, and also watched um, oh Hunchback and Notre Dame as well. That's, oh, and and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So many things, so many things. That's such a great film. Um, can I ask? I don't know if you're going to, if the, this, this is one of those questions where I'm going to ask you and either the words will make sense to you or you'll be like, what is he on about? Mm. Um, do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? I don't, but I know of it. Does Shona watch it? No, we don't. Neither of us watch it. Um, okay, well, I want to talk about that, but apparently I can't talk about that with you, so that's <laughs> fine. But you, 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 you two would, I really, I genuinely think you would love that show. I think we probably would. You know, we do yeah. like a good reality show like that. Um and what else i haven't been watching much 
else um but i have been oh i have been playing stuff but before we talk about that colin if you if people want to engage with more of your disney-based content hypothetically where would they go well they could go to instagram or twitter and search road to disney because that's where you find all my stuff though to be fair sort of been neglecting instagram for quite a while now because we've not been to disney in a long time so got no new pictures to post but um yeah twitter where i think we're Am I active on Twitter? I can't remember. But yeah, if you did want to follow my Disney antics, Road to Disney on um, Instagram, CS Road to Disney on Twitter. Do so that. Like um, do you want to talk about what, what we've been playing? I would love to. So I'm not going to even need to guess what you've been playing. Uh, so I want to hear about... Oh, no, there's two games here. There's two I games know. here. I want to hear about... Because um, last week you dabbled a little bit into Animal Crossing and yeah. um, you were messaging me about you know, random pictures of your island and stuff. So what more have you learned? Are you still enjoying Animal Crossing? Are you still hooked? Are you still all in? I am still enjoying Animal Crossing and Good. I I really... I still find it very therapeutic. I find it very satisfying. I think it's very cute and innocent and pure and has a lot of heart. What... I will say is I think it's really interesting um, because because this game coming out when it's come out and with, you know, a lot of people being trapped inside and a lot of people feeling like they should be um, or can be more talkative or are, you know, perhaps um, digital conversations are replacing real conversations. Um, it's really interesting how this game is being taken by some people as, you know, like, for example, for me, I like this game. Um, I play it for 45 minutes to an hour a day, maybe a bit more on weekend. And I do like a bunch of menial tasks and I set like plant some seeds for the next day, do some improvement and like get on, you know, catch some things, do some things, get on with my day. Like I don't see it as um, for me, it's not the hardcore experience, but for some people, a lot of my Facebook friends who I'm in a uh, Animal Crossing group chat with, which is quite intense, it has suddenly <laughs> become this thing of like, it almost is like Pokemon Go, where on Pokemon Go, you had some people who were playing it and just, you know, catching Meowth and uh, feeding berries to Charmander and all this. And some people who were like, I need to get 100% IV X, Y, Z. Animal Crossing is very similar to that, where for some people it is soothing, therapy, escapism. And for some people it is economics, 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 <laughs> uh, which it isn't for me yet um but yes uh we are now into april i haven't played it yet today so i don't know how much the world has changed but you know how they change based on the seasons based on the weather patterns and different fish and bugs and fossils rotate and stuff at least i don't know about fossils actually um but yeah i'm enjoying it still it's still just like very very mellow and there are some really good uh quality of life improvements which include like being able to sell things to the shops overnight when everyone else is shut um, and being able to like dump items around the t uh, around the island and stuff that it's like that for a lot of people won't make much difference but for people who have played a lot of animal crossing in the past will be like suddenly a big uh, change one of my only real kind of complaints about it it's got this this mechanism within where your we um, weapons your items <laughs> um, kind of uh, degrade over time so the better the item, the longer it takes to degrade, but they still all eventually, as far as I can tell, I'm, I guess probably when you get gold, maybe they don't degrade. But like, I don't really understand why that's a thing because I've never played Animal Crossing and being like, ah, oh, this fish, this fishing rod is good, but I wish it wore out after catching 10 fish. Like, I don't really understand why they put it in. I guess maybe to encourage you to do crafting um, or to make your island feel like it's constantly kind of, isolated and going through resources but i don't really like that um but it's not too big of an issue it's just a bit frustrating when you see like a big fish and you're like oh but my rod just broke so i've got to run and make a new one and stuff like that but you know it's not the end of the world um and it's still very very cute and very very wholesome and blathers is like who's the museum curating owl is lovable as ever <laughs> and yeah i've been really enjoying it um obviously music's great very chill uh, I played some online multiplayer with some friends, which has been kind of an interesting experience. It is a little bit frustrating because you can't join a game if someone else is in the process of joining and or if someone is in the process of fishing or talking or using an item. So you have to be surprisingly communicative. Like I think they want 
they've set the game up so you can just drop in on people who have got open towns. But actually, if you try and drop in on a friend and they're doing any one of a certain number of tasks, it just like will pause for ages, then be like, sorry, we can't get through. And it's like, okay, I get it, but I don't know. It's a little bit annoying. Um, I'm amazed there is an on. So you say online multiplayer. What is does that entail? Is that just you go to the island and help them out? So it's like um you know we uh i might say like hey colin my town's open do you want to come over and you would get in a plane that's run by the dodo airline um and you'd fly across it's a seaplane um and then you would land in my island and to start off with you are unable to uh there are certain things you can't do in people's islands for example the first time you go you can't use a spade or an axe because presumably they don't want you to go to people's towns and just like chop the shit out of their trees and stuff. But <laughs> so, if you, uh, yeah. if so, you become like best friends, which you can do in game, then you grant people the ability to use all of the tools available in uh, your island. So like, you know, if you got it, then I might be like, well, we're best friends. Come over and help me do some digging or whatever. Um, yeah, so I can, I can see why it's why it's like that. It's to stop you from messing up people's towns. So is I it, do understand. Yeah, it's interesting. That's very Nintendo, isn't it? To to stop it, stop because there are people out there who will ruin it for everyone else. Like you know, get the assholes who will come to your town and just steal everything and destroy it just because they can. Um, it, it reminds me of that. I can't remember what it was called. If it was it on uh, Wii U where there was that system where you could draw pictures and stuff, and mm-hmm. people kept and people kept and people kept drawing frobbing penises yeah um uh, all very artistic penises and stuff like that so and they had to get rid of it in the end so yeah it, it's interesting that that um, does make sense and does sound very similar to pokemon go in the sense because you know you become best friends or or whatever and then you can do more and earn more together yeah yeah so, yeah yeah pokemon go is not a million miles away because it's also a game that lets you play it how you want to play it um yeah so I, you know it's not for everyone but if you like a slower more patient type of game then i would really recommend it I do love the. I'm looking at Dodo Airlines and the little check-in desk. It's very cute. Yeah, it's got a cool haircut. Very cool haircut. Um, well, I'm glad you're still enjoying that. And it does sound, uh, you know, very interesting and very in-depth. And it's interesting what you say, where some people will potentially take it more seriously than others. Um, and I think that's why it appeals maybe to so many. I mean, I said this last week. There's different types of gamers out there, and different. And basically, every single sort of gamer is interested in this game. There's yeah. the more. Um, advanced gamer maybe like yourself and the other people you're playing with and the more casual gamer so people who won't play a game for ages but then will you know want to play animal crossing or a pokemon game or something like that who are potentially just want to take it at their own pace and more casual and it seems like it caters for both styles of gameplay which is very good yeah um, i mean is there an end game in terms of story or is no, it just you just keep game? you just keep i mean you you can max out things like your house you can submit all the items to the museum and stuff but there's not a there's not a point where the game is like stop playing now there, there will always be stuff to do and fun to be had so I'm, i've googled like animal crossing best house and yeah it, it seems like you start with like a shack or like yep. a tent start and then tent. you end up with a huge um village townhouse so yeah and so, a castle cool we'll uh, there you go so oh, that's good I'm, I'm glad you're still into it i know the talk of and the hype on Animal Crossing is still very much alive. I keep seeing people talking about it on the old social media and stuff. You know, I, I just, I, I very briefly tried it in the past and I just can't bring myself to drop down the, the Wonga for it. Maybe one day I'll give it a go. If there was a free demo, I might have given it a go. But um, yeah, I didn't think much of the mobile app either. So. Yeah, it's, it's better than the app. It's less, um, uh, it's less instantly gratifying and more patient than the app was. Yeah, I guess didn't style's gameplay. Well, that's good. Um, you've also been playing another game as well, which I'm curious Yes, about. I've been playing the uh, online mode on Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, this is the scare scraper mode, um, which is a kind of like, uh, like based on a kind of skyscraper, I guess, with different levels of difficulty based on how far up the skyscraper you wish to go. And you work in teams of anywhere between two and eight to um, fulfill a certain goal on a certain floor. Um, So it might be, traditionally, it will be capture 10 ghosts or something like that. But as the game gets more complicated, the requirements change. So it might be rescue a bunch of toads. It might be uh, make a load of money. Um, But this is a, this is quite a new ground for me because I've played the story mode. I haven't finished it. But I wanted to play online and 
it is um quite it is so luigi's mansion i find a single player very very good and very polished but i it's rare that i find it um it's not there are moments that are challenging but it is like once you work it out you can traditionally like work out what what you're doing wrong and it's like okay fine it's like puzzles right but scarescraper i've played it in kind of different combinations of with one other person um or with i think i played with a team of five possibly a team of six and if you are playing with one other person unless like unless we're doing something wrong um or like i don't know it is really really hard because it seems like the game is designed to have at least four of you playing at any one time and if there's less than that unless again unless we're doing something wrong or unless i'm really really bad at the game which is also very very plausible uh not my car partner who's a lot stronger than me i would say you struggle a lot with two of you because the objectives just seem to be much more um uh wide then you play with four or five and suddenly it's like oh this is much easier than it was before but it is very very fun and i like that it is constantly challenging and i like that it is rewarding because if you finish like i've i've played it quite a lot over the last week and i've only um like only once have we got to the boss like got to the fifth level like apart from that never managed to get through like we've done the first one we've occasionally done the second floor but like it's rare to get all the way through and i quite like that because it's not it feels like um much more earned when you do when you do do really well because it's like you know you've worked really hard and you know you've like cooperated really well as a team and you've like kind of complemented each other's play skills and stuff but it is like unless i would love if people have played this at home to let me know if i'm missing a setting because it is very very difficult when you want to just play with one other person and like just focus on playing together um but it's really good fun and like it's you know challenging interesting feels different to the main game without feeling completely alien so yeah i'd really recommend it scarescraper the mode is called um and the the current running joke is at the start of when you start playing you pick do i want to do five floors 10 floors or 20 and the current running joke is um well let's pick 20 because we're definitely going to get there ha 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 obviously not going to get there anytime soon but the thing is i thought that about floor five and now now i've done like now you know that is a a check mark ticked off so maybe 10 and 20 by the end of pandemic will be doable um but yeah it's just like and it really um it depends a lot on your who you're playing with as well i think that makes a really big difference because i've like i said i've been playing with one other person and we've been in teams where there's been like three others that have been super, super competent and you all feel like you're firing all cylinders or sometimes you get teamed up with people who just aren't like moving at all or are like very, very um, uh, single visioned, I guess. And it's just like sometimes you forget that the game has like a large children's audience, I suppose. Um, Or maybe that's unfair, but like, it's easy to forget that not everyone is like super kind of uh, focused on like clearing the, their floor every time. Especially but, in this current situation where it's exactly. a lot of kids are home from school playing Luigi's yeah. Mansion. Yeah. And, you know, it's a challenging game. And uh, I understand, you know, that's not me being like, meh, 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 everyone who's bad is a child, meh, 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 because that's obviously not fair. Um, but yeah, it's really like, it's a really interesting game. I really recommend it. If you've picked up Luigi's Mansion and you never dabbled, like the servers are very busy. We always manage to find a full team. So yeah, give it a go. I'm just having a look at the multiplayer pack, which I don't know whether you've got, but how you can play as Mummy-G and the Green Knight oh. or Groovy-G. So I like Groovy-G. Cool haircut. Have you, uh, have you got any of those? I haven't, but I might, I might invest. You've got to be Groovy-G. He's wearing a he's wearing platform shoes, Elvis hair. <laughs> He's, he's loving it. He's having a great time. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're... It makes me think about um, Splatoon, in a way. Uh, 
Don't make me think about Splatoon, Colin, because then I won't play anything else. I've not played that in so long. But I really, that that wild weekend, which I spent just playing Splatoon, I loved it. It was like a, a love affair when you go away on holiday, like a, a, a love <laughs> a holiday romance where I like, was obsessed with it for like two days and then I just forgot and didn't care after that. I need to get back into that. Good game, good game. Uh, anyway, well, that's good. I'm glad you're still enjoying, well, you're enjoying both of those games. Two great yeah. uh nintendo switch exclusive that exclusives which is good to see uh so i want to talk about a game i've been playing and um when i messaged you about this a few days ago it may have come a bit of a shock uh, i didn't this sort of came out of left field um i was looking on the old nintendo store and trying to find a game a new game to play uh because you know fortnite's great and all but you know it doesn't fill the void really it's just something that it's like a you know, it tides you over for a few hours. We want something with more substance. Substance. So I was looking through the current sales on the Nintendo store, and I came across a game which was just called Thief on the store. Uh, it was down from £17.99 to £1.17. I was like, oh, that is a bargain. I will give that a go. I had a quick Google. The reviews were pretty positive for it, for what I saw. And so I downloaded it. And then once it downloaded, I'd realized it was actually a simulator game. It was called Thief Simulator. But when it was on the store, it was just labeled as Thief. So this is one of those simulators where you know them, you love them. You've got the um, trucker simulator, you've got the airline simulator, you've got farm simulator. There's so many, so many. Um, and normally these follow the same trend. You have to do loads of menial tasks. Um, the graphics are normally like around PS2 era, era graphics, but they're normally quite addictive and quite fun. I played Farm Simulator back on the PlayStation Vita, God bless its soul, back in the day, and really enjoyed it. And it was great um, driving along in my tractor, along the roads, and just having a great old time. So, Thief Simulator. Now, straight off the bat, it looks very, very dated. The graphics in it are very um, reminiscent of PS2, uh, maybe borderline PS1. It's, um, does, it's not the best looking game. But by golly, it is so much fun and it's very addictive and it's it's very clever is maybe giving it a bit too much credit. But there's a lot of elements to it that you do have to think about. And I wouldn't say there's skill involved, but there's it's about timing and precision and making sure you have the right gear and the right kit and stuff like that. Basically, there is a story. It's a very basic story where you're just a character called... Um, uh, I don't think you actually have a name, but uh, there's a guy called Vinny who's your boss who calls you on your mobile every now and then and tells you to do certain jobs like steal things, break windows, steal certain objects. But the interesting thing about this game is that there's many different ways that you can complete a mission. You can go in, you know, loud, you just break windows and run in and steal something. Or you can go the more stealthy route by picking locks um, like looking at the time of day, watching the people in the residence of each house and trying to decipher and discover their movements throughout the day when they're out the house, when they're in the house. You know, you want to scale the building. Do you want to go in at night or in at day? And um, you have to do this whilst there's people walking around in the world. It's a sandbox game where people are constantly walking around and you can see on your little map where they're looking and it tells you if you've been spotted. And it's, it's um, quite stressful as well. And it's just a lot of fun and there's different elements to it you can by stealing things you sell them at the pawn shop you then go back home and then you buy hints online for a forum called um i think it's called like the thief forums or something where they give you hints on certain houses like you can find how many residents live there you can get you told like specific high value items they've got um but there's different missions that you get throughout and it gets slowly more difficult. You start off by robbing houses where no one lives there and then you slowly go up to like terrace houses, then mansions. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and at first I was a bit like, oh, it's quite clunky. It doesn't necessarily work that well um, in terms of the controls on the Nintendo Switch. I mean, this game's been released on most platforms. Well, actually looking at it, Windows and Xbox One at the moment, so not that many. But this is... Um, the way it plays is sometimes quite challenging because you have to be very specific about where you place it's a, from a first person's perspective. And if you want to do something, you have to make sure you're facing it exactly. For example, you'll be constantly getting in and out of your car, driving to different places, um, escaping the police, hiding from the police and all that sort of stuff if you get found or something like that. Um, but one of the most annoying things is to open the car door. You have to paste the cursor exactly on the handle and click X. Then you have to click X again to sit in the car. Then you have to place the cursor exactly on the car ignition to start the car as well, which is because you have to do it so many times, it does get a bit grating. But, and there's nothing more frustrating when you go to a house, 
like you go to pick the lock and you realize you haven't got any pick any um what are they called uh we pick locks with um lock picks lock picks of course um <laughs> obvious moment blank so when you go to a house and you've got the lock picks left and you then have to go back in your car drive back home and buy some more online that's the only way you can do it so there's a lot of to and throwing but i don't know what it is it's just really got me and it's really quite addictive and it's quite fun um day it's not um the days move like they do in the sims where every second is a minute uh, and you can sleep in your car, sleep in your house to make time go forward. And then you can, on your notes, on your inventory, it shows you different notes where each house is. And if you want to get more money, you have to go back into old houses you've been to and still. I mean, the AI is not smart at all. The AI is stupid as anything. Um, but it's just, it's it shouldn't be good. But I am really, really enjoying it. And for £1.79, I think it was that I got it for, really um, was worth it. I mean, it's clunky around the edges. It's missing a bit of polish, but I mean, most simulator games are. So if you're in the market for a simulator game and you like stealing stuff or you want to be able to steal stuff without actually breaking the law, then this is maybe the game for you. And it's called Thief Simulator. And yeah, it's just it's just great. It's, it's great. Like, I can't really explain more as to why. It's just the way it's quite addictive, the way you want to like keep going back and get more high-profile items. Like if you go into a certain house and they've got like say a big TV or a printer or something like that, you can't pull it in your rucksack. You have to carry it. And if you're in someone's house during the day when they're not in, you have to try You have to look at your map and you have to time it perfectly so no one sees you carrying this TV down the road. So yeah, it is fun. And anything suspicious that you do, the police will be called. If you stop your car in the middle of a road and block traffic, police are coming. If you pull it on the path, um, police are coming. If you accidentally knock someone, police are coming. So you have to be really careful. Luckily, there's conveniently car parks dotted around everywhere where you're supposed to leave your car. But um, I have one question. Yeah, 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 yeah. With games like this, right, Mm -hmm. where you are, uh, you know, spending a lot of time waiting for your opportune moment and kind of skulking and all this sort of stuff. How is the music slash soundtrack? There isn't any music as such, really. The o- and that's there's probably a good reason for that because you need to be able to hear your surroundings. Like you need to be able to hear cars coming, potentially people walking past, or if there's music coming from a TV or a radio in the house, you need to be able to hear it. So the only sound effects and sound you get is just the natural sounds in the environment. A lot of the time, it's just like the sound mm. of the wind, the sound of birds singing, and stuff like that. So that is, you know, very there's a reason for that but um and actually when you're in your car you do have a radio station on but you have no no way of changing it so you're just stuck listening to the same song over and over again That's which is like generic uh, license free music um but yeah it's, it's good it's a good fun romp is what it is and uh, i'm gonna try and see out well i say see out till the end see out the story element to the end and see where it goes because i'm very curious um once more for the people at home what's that called thief simulator Nice. And you can get it on Xbox One, uh, Windows, but most importantly, you can get it on Nintendo Switch. And stealth is the key. Um, because the more stealth you are, the higher reward you get. So, yeah, very, very fun. Uh, let's move on to the news. Yes. And um, we will we'll blitz through... Uh, we won't blitz through, but, you know... No, it's obviously weird times, weird weird amounts of stuff happening, whatever. But Nintendo did still manage to throw together enough announcements for a Nintendo Direct Mini uh, almost a week ago, um, which had some quite interesting uh, and cool reveals uh, about what's coming up on Switch uh, in the coming months. So Games Radar has done a really good breakdown of this. Um, so you check out their article. We'll link it on heroesfanhub.wordpress.com. But I'm just going to quickly whiz through all the stuff that was announced and we can talk more about it uh, if anything tickles your pickle, Colin, um, once this website loads, because actually the Games Radar website is uh, struggling. The first thing uh, was the announcement of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition. Now, I don't know if you've played Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, I played it on the new 3DS when it came out a couple of years ago for that. Uh, This is coming to Switch on May 29th, and it's the latest version of Xenoblade Chronicles with redefined uh, visuals, new music, and uh, quality of life changes. Um, So this is basically going to be the best way ever to play Xenoblade Chronicles, which is a great game if you've never played it. Um, And apparently there's a new story as well, new epilogue uh, chapter, 
uh, called Future Connected, which stars uh, characters that I won't spoil. But yep, new uh, re-release of Xenoblade Chronicles, which is very exciting. I love Xenoblade Chronicles, and uh, I'm quite looking forward to. I'm, I think I probably will pick it up again on Switch because it is just my sort of game. Two um, K announced a bunch of stuff that was coming to Switch, including Bioshock, Borderlands, and XCOM. So it's the Borderlands Legendary Collection, which has the first three Borderlands game. Uh, Bioshock, the collection, which includes, according to Games Radar, both games and their DLC. So I'm not sure if that includes Infinite as well. Uh, presumably not. Um, and also XCOM 2 collection, which is XCOM 2 plus uh, the DLC. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. New DLC as well for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Black Order Shadow of Doom, which lets you finally play as the Fantastic Four and go up against Doctor Doom, which I'm very, very keen for. I love me some Doctor Doom. Um, Capcom have announced a game uh, and it's coming out right. It's already out uh, called Shinzakai Into the Depth, which is a deep sea side scrolling adventure uh, set underneath the sea. It used to be on Apple Arcade, but now it's on Mac and Switch. Um, Animal Crossing is updating to mark the seasons as of today uh, because there's going to be Easter eggs everywhere and egg gathering and DIY joy and a new rabbit friend will be making its appearance. So keep your eyes pulled for that. Uh, I won't talk too much about that now, but once I've played it, we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, other announcements include Good Job, which is a puzzle-solving game which comes out today. Uh, Catherine Full Body, which is a uh, remake of um, the mad game Catherine. Have you played Catherine, Colin? No, but I remember when it came out. It's a weird puzzle game about it cheating is. on someone, isn't it? Yeah, it's very it odd. To, it came to Vita, didn't it? It got a Vita uh, make. It is Ooh, it's yeah. coming out in July uh, on Switch. I think it came to Vita. And it is absolutely... It uh, you, you look that up whilst I'm talking. It is an absolute batshit game about a man who has an affair on his girlfriend called Catherine by sleeping with another girl called Catherine. One with a K, one with a C. And it's about <laughs> him exploring, like, Satan and hell and weird but you are on- correct it, it, it did come out on playstation vita there right. you go see i'm good I'm, I'm a good guy ring fit adventure gets a rhythm mode update which comes out now uh other game announcements include king's bounty 2 which is the 1990 tactical rpg uh follow-up super smash bros it's ultimate is getting a fighter from arms arms is like that spring-based fighting game which i've very loosely dabbled in but this is really exciting i've kind of thought they would get someone in from arms for a while and arms is also uh currently in the middle of a free trial uh for switch online members which lasts until april the 6th bravely default 2 uh the sequel to bravely default comes out later this year uh and there is a free demo on eShop right now uh, other games include diddly diddly d i'm just scrolling down to the end of this article which you should read on uh we'll link to games radar star wars jedi knight jedi academy is out now it's the sequel to jedi outcast and lets you um create a jedi to study under the tutelage of luke skywalker and you can play it with new controls on your Switch. It has an online multiplayer. They also announced, you're going to bloody love this, coming soon, the classic pod racing game, Star Wars Episode One Racer. That's <laughs> all that. To Switch soon. That's um, brilliant. Which I think is very, very exciting. And uh, look forward to some pod racing because it's the highlight of the prequels. A lot of people, lot of people say that's their favourite bit from the prequels. And I know there was pod racing games back in the day on PS, maybe PS1. Was it PS2? There must have been PS1, I guess, because it's 2000, wasn't it? No, 99. Yeah, it must have been PS1. When did the PS2 come out? Yeah, PS2 was like 2000 something, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember some great games. So that's going to be well good on the old uh, Switch. That's going to be great. Um, the other cool announcements include uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC, uh, including a new Fighting Legendary. Fighting Legendaries are quite rare. Uh, and a release date for a bunch of games, including Elder Scrolls Blades, which was previously mobile, uh, coming spring 2020. Um, uh, Minecraft Dungeons spring 2020. Saints Row the 4th, re-elected March 27th. And the big news for me, Colin, because this is one of my favorite games of all time. And I'm really I, like, this is going to be one of those ones that I buy straight away on Switch, unless we can get a code for it, actually. I'll have mm-hmm. to practice that. Is mm-hmm. Burnout Paradise Remastered 2020 Edition. Now, have you played Burnout Paradise City? I have not, no. So <laughs> no. let me take you down, Colin. Take me down City. to the Burnout Paradise um, City. Yeah. But the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Now, Burnout Paradise is amazing. If you've not played it before, um, it is a open world racing, almost RPG set in this kind of like huge, I guess like San Francisco-esque um, metropolis type thing. Um, but basically it is a 
huge game filled with like it's not really like story stuff but it's like loads of different racing challenges loads of stunt challenges loads of collectibles to smash it's almost like a um like an ubisoft game in that you there's like just loads of things all over the map for you to do like random races to win random time trials random stunt things random destruction things and the whole thing with burnout is you get uh, rewarded for being a risky crazy cool driver and my only my my worry about this game um and i don't know if uh if this is an issue but i'm really worried about it but i hope it's fine is because the soundtrack to paradise city on the playstation 3 is incredible it is pumped full of massive massive jams it's like you you drive around obviously paradise city is a big one but the the iconic song that i always link to playing paradise city is doing massive jumps as the sun is setting whilst listening to avril lavigne's girlfriend um and if that isn't in this game then then we riot, Colin, because the soundtrack really makes this game feel like it's alive and it's pulsing and it's vibrant. And yeah, I can't wait for the remake, which is coming later on in 2020, allegedly. I'm looking at the Spotify playlist that's been created for the Burnout Paradise soundtrack. Oh, yes. and there are some bots on there, I must say. The Pigeon Detectives. Wow. Soundgarden. Twisted Sister. Alice in Chains. Adam and the Ants. Wow. And there's oh, yeah, Avril Lavigne. The on there. Oh my god! Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Brand new. Wow, some good stuff on it. Guns and Roses, Paradise City, as you said, Jane's Addiction. Yeah, Jimmy World. Wow. Bops. This be that'll be great on Switch. Yeah, look forward yeah. to that. I may give that a go. Yeah. I can't, I don't know if you mentioned this, but did you uh, reference the knockoff of Splatoon? That's free. That's no. coming to Ninjala is coming it was announced as well it's coming may 27th it's basically it looks very very similar to splatoon uh colorful gameplay online combat uh where you have to use your gum powered ability that's like chewing gum powered abilities but what's interesting is that it's free to play as well doesn't cost you a thing to download ninjala yeah look out for that 27th of may that's uh people seem to be just skirting over that one but i think that's in very interesting because it's very much in the splatoon ilk and if it's free you know, I don't know whether there'll be in-app, uh, in-game purchases, which there probably will be, but that will be interesting to see. I'm very keen to see that, and also the Star Wars Racer game, as you said, that one will be fun as well. Very much looking forward to those. Will be good. Yeah, that's such a bit of you. Um, what else is going on this week, Colin? Well, I mean, I was going to talk about one bit that's not handheld gaming related, but before I get into that, because I can't, we can't really not talk about what I'm going to talk about because it's been all over the old, you know, the gaming websites and Twitter and everyone's been talking about it. It was one of the worst kept secrets, but it finally was announced officially. Um, but also, so Niantic, this is what I'm going to talk about. Pokemon Go, Harry Potter, Wizards Unite. So both of them are very heavily dependent on people going out, walking around, exploring the world. Um, that's the whole idea between you know, Pokemon Go. And Wizards Unite follows the same um, same line of gameplay. Obviously, with the current situation around the world where people aren't supposed to be going out unless absolutely necessary, both have made provision to make it easier uh, for people to play these games um, without having to leave the house. So for Wizards Unite, starting with, they've um, changed it now. So before, you could only get spell energy from gifts um, or f- by going to inns and dining there. But now they've changed it so you can pick up bits of spell energy just on the map. It just spawns randomly around you, and you get quite a lot as well, which is actually a really nice touch. And they've also um, put a few events on recently. They had a mischief one, obviously because it's... Um, April Fool's Day today, and that was based around using tonics, um, tonic for detection, which what what that does, if you use that potion, it means more foundables will appear around you. Um, so they've done these different things to encourage people not to leave the house as much and can still enjoy the game. So Pokemon Go has made similar provisions to this. I mean, they've cancelled community days and the events that were going to take place, the Pokemon Go Day events have all been cancelled as well, I believe, like in Liverpool and places like that. But what they have done, the main thing, that they've added and actually before i get into that something else they've added and this was um, announced a couple of weeks ago but it's finally released with the latest update is that they've got i can't remember the official name for it but it's like a daily um, update on where you are and this is something they 
have needed for a while. So in Pokemon Go, you get a streak bonus XP for seven day, a seven-day streak with spinning Pokestops and catching Pokemon. And in the past, I've always found it quite irritating that you can't actually see um, what you're on in terms of your... Um, your streak. So if you've done five days, four days, three days, or whatever, you don't know. But they've added a new feature now, which I'm just going to load up if I can find. I'm actually loading it up at the moment. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So, so on so... the uh, research tab, yeah. it now shows you your how far along with each of the streaks you are, as well as the Pokemon that you've got in gyms, which is so needed they need this for a long time it's such a simple thing to add and it's really good it's you know sometimes you can forget all the pokemon you've got in gyms and or streak you're on so that's really handy but also what they've done is as they've um what Niantic have done normally if you want to battle in raids or battle in gyms you have to be right by the gym makes sense you have to walk to the gym and then you can access it what they've done is they've doubled the distance you have to be to be able to battle in a gym so say you live in a house or you're if you're still at work actually going to a place of work and there's a gym that's just a little bit too far out of your reach this latest update has made it easier for you to access it and add your pokemon battle in it or battle in raids which is a really nice touch actually but unfortunately i've got two gyms near where i live and they're still both too far out of my range so i can see them both on the map can't get to either of them but this is a good update so that is good yeah i think and they have also kind of teased on the neantic website that in the future, they're looking at a ways of doing raids kind of from home as well. Yeah. So they're obviously buckling in for the long term on this. And I do think they like they've they've added all sorts of stuff like in the shop now in game. It's a lot easier to get items that bring Pokemon to you. And it's just like I think it's really good that they are taking it. Not only are they taking it seriously, like they kind of didn't need to do anything. But the fact they are doing so much shows that. Like actually, there's quite a lot of care from the Antic, who are a company who previously have been accused of not being great in terms of how they the treat community. their player base. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, for an example, like if you're low on Pokeballs, you can buy a Pokeball package on the shop for one coin. That's it, just one coin. You get fifty Great Balls, which is really good. I mean, they're working on other updates as well. I mean, one of the main things is they're looking at Adventure Sync, which is a a feature that we wanted on Harry Potter for a very long time, which is where it tracks your steps. Even if you haven't got the app open, back in the early days of Pokemon Go, you have to have you had to have the app open, which was really annoying because the battery would drain, and it would just. And I think there was reports that some iPhones were getting really hot and burning out because having the app open for too long. Um, but with Adventure Sync now, they're trying. They're going to make it so it will track your steps indoors as well. So if you're cleaning the house, running on the treadmill, it will count towards it. So they're making updates to that, which is actually really good. And they're also, as you said as well, they're also looking at ways that people can go to um, certain locations where there's gyms without actually leaving their house. So they are working on a load of different things, which is good. And their live events as well. I mean, they're working on a lot. And as you said, they really have uh, you know, done quite a lot to make it so people can still play the game. Um, because if they hadn't made any of these updates, the whole um, progress you were making on these games would have pretty much come to a complete standstill. Unless, I mean, so people who are in like really rural places where there's no gyms or Pokestops near them really would have been difficult for them to play. So it's good that they're doing this. And I believe they also made an update as well where more Pokemon were spawning around you as well. So that's also good. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's good. It's very important. Um, I've got one more bit of news, Colin, and then I know you've got a big story you want to talk about, but this is maybe even bigger. Yeah. Um, now, as we enter the 35th year anniversary of Super Mario, uh, leaks are coming out this week of a uh, series of Super Mario games being remastered and bundled for the Switch. So this includes Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. And this is coming from Video Games Chronicle, but other places are now reporting this as well. Um, and this also, uh, there are rumors of re-releases of the 2013 Wii U game Super Mario 3D World, as well as Super Mario Galaxy 2. Um, this is, if true, this is huge um, and obviously very, very exciting. Now, there are talks that these three games will be bundled together um, as like a special, special anniversary collection. 
And yes, apparently there's a new Paper Mario on the way as well, uh, which is going to return to the RPG route. Um, so yeah, this is really exciting. I mean, Galaxy and 64 are amazing games. Really, really good. To my, cre- uh, to my discredit, I've never played Super Mario Sunshine, but I am looking forward to playing that. But Super Mario Galaxy is just like stellar. It is so good. And this is so exciting because a lot of these games, like it's been um, difficult to have a switch and to just have it sounds really greedy but to just have one super mario game on there when you know there are other great ones out there it's just like come on get it to me so yeah this is really 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 big and i really hope this does come to fruition but i think enough people are reporting it um now that it seems like it, it is strongly based in more than just rumors um because a lot of different places are talking about these 3d remasters and remastering is the the hot thing at the moment. It's been the yeah. hot quality for a couple of years, so it makes. And also, sense. I mean, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I've never made a game before, but I imagine if it's something that is probably, they must feel like it's doable in the current climate, right? Like it's doable with people working from home and stuff. Yeah. So hopefully, no one's you know feeling unsafe to make these because I can't wait to play them. No, I mean it could be something they've been planning for a long time, or, or something yeah. they've had ready to go. They're just waiting for the right time to release them, which is very similar to this next news story, which I'm going to go straight into. No messing. Uh, so that is the fact that this game um, has been rumoured for a while. Every now and then, if you're if you follow Lad Bible, you'd see them put something about it saying confirmed remake of this game, but it was actually no confirming whatsoever basically it's finally been confirmed by activision that call of duty modern warfare 2 which a lot of people consider as the very best call of duty game um, of the recent iterations of the modern warfare series um, is getting a remaster and it has launched today for ps4 in a timed exclusive deal but one of the catches that a lot of people are not so happy about is this is just the campaign. They've just remastered the campaign. They have not remastered the online multiplayer. But then with the recent Modern Warfare game that came out last year, they actually have put a load of maps from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 into that game. So, you know, did they need to remaster the online? Not too sure if they did. But Modern Warfare 2 is a great game. It's very, very cinematic, the campaign. I really enjoyed it. I still prefer the original Modern Warfare. I think the story was better in that one. But obviously, it's got some great moments in Modern Warfare 2. The ending with the knife throwing and the big um, the big shock halfway through, the big um, betrayal is also very good. But this was rumoured all week. Well, since Monday, the rumours were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But Activision finally announced yesterday that it was coming. Uh, PS4 exclusive until the 30th of April, and then it will be coming to other platforms, which is good because I really want to play this because it's good. It'll cost £19.99, so it's £20 just for the campaign. Maybe not too bad considering, you know, the um, the gump that Call of Duty's got. They could have priced it at anything and people would have probably bought it. Um, but apparently, according to reports, this is sources from Eurogamer. This remaster has actually been um, ready for a very long time. Almost a couple of years they've had this ready to go. But they've been waiting for the right time to release it. And apparently, initially it was going to be released around 2018 alongside Black Ops 4. But if you remember, Black Ops 4 didn't have a campaign. So people, so I think Activision eventually decided that they didn't want to release Black Ops 4 without a campaign and then release the Modern Warfare 2 remastered campaign because there's a little bit of uproar regarding there being no campaign in black ops 4 and if they'd released them side by side and you had to pay separately for them people would have seen it as a money grab by activision that you know we're not putting a campaign here but if you want a campaign you can pay even more and buy the modern warfare 2 remaster so apparently it's been there and ready since 2018 which would sort of make sense because the modern warfare the original remaster came back came out in 2016 which was four years ago if you can believe that so it's finally out now i know i can't believe that was four years ago that's insane um so i mean if you like um Modern Warfare 2 and the campaign, it's, pre- it's the exact same thing. It just looks a bit nicer. I watched a few clips from it. I mean, really, I don't think it adds that much. It looks a little bit nicer. The facial um, designs look a bit more detailed. There's a few more wrinkles on characters' faces, but I don't know. It's uh, £20 is maybe a bit too much for me thinking about it but we shall see so that's available now if you've got a playstation 4 but if you want xbox one you'll need to wait till the end of the month and is this something that you're keen on chris i don't know your thoughts on modern warfare 2 uh which ones is now modern warfare 2 i know i've played it 
remind me of the the story beats it picks up oh it's with um it's with that guy isn't it it's, it's five years after the original game and it yeah. picks up with um you play as well you're not playing a soap you play as oh, what's your what's your name is it roach you play as roach Roach. yeah yeah, yeah. You're right. and then soap who's the you play as in the first game is now your mentor in the second one yeah as got captain price and all that sort of stuff in there. and so and there's, there's the other there's the there's the general isn't it like the big american general who's shepherd yeah yeah general shepherd. Shepherd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i do remember i love i love the story of the modern warfare games i am i think i might wait i reckon it'll be free on playstation plus within yeah. the next year i think I i'll play it then i think you're probably right there that would make sense i mean it's you know the stories are really good it sort of lost its way a little bit of modern warfare 3 even though it was still very good um but they're very much um of the cinematic ilk where there's lots of bang bangs lots of explosions lots of shock shock moments um i mean yeah but i, I still say modern warfare 1 is probably the best out of them in terms of campaign <laughs> Um, I thought the the ending of Modern Warfare One is one of my favourite endings to any game ever. That was just brilliant. I think I remember you played it recently, or not recently. Yeah, I played the re-release because uh, yeah. I tried to get through it on hard. And yeah, the ending is is stellar, and so the Gilly good. mission is still amazing. That goes down as one of the best Call of Duty missions ever. That was, and they tried to recreate it so many times um, in future Modern Warfare games, but it just never was the same. Yeah. So. There you go. So yeah, that's out now for PlayStation Four players. So yeah, get hype on that. Get hype. Nice man. I think is that everything? I think that's it. You know, I think we've covered every base we could. Um, what are you going to be playing more of this week? Fe- Apart simulator. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe more Fortnite. Or I might might look on the store and see if there's any more sales going on. Yeah. Okay. Or I might. You know, Modern Warfare Two remasters come out. Maybe I'll look at Modern Warfare One remaster. <laughs> And finally get that. That must be a bit cheaper mm-hmm. now. If that was four years ago, we'll see. What are you going to be playing? Uh, I downloaded The Witcher on my PlayStation, so I'm going to be dabbling in that as well because I am enjoying that. And like, wow. it's—I mean, it's huge, and I am barely 0.01 percent in, but I am enjoying it very much of the um, Skyrim milk, I believe. Oh it? yeah! As soon as people start speaking in Scandinavian accents in fantasy games, you're like, ah yes, ah you're awake then, you know. I used to be a witcher like you. Then I took a witcher to the knee. Or oh, right. All those memes. Um, need something. Anyway. Uh, well, glad that sounds fun. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts on that next week. But Heck yes. until then, we need to get out of here because it's late and the curfew is about to set in. So we need to get to bed before we get arrested. So I've been Colin. That's been Chris. This has been Heroes of Handheld, episode 282. Uh, thank you so much for downloading or streaming this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Just Google Heroes of Handheld Podcast and you'll find us. If you want to get in contact with us, it's heroesofhandheld at gmail.com. That's heroesofhandheld at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Handheld Podcast. You can find our website, heroesofhandheld.wordpress.com. And if you go on there, you can find all the previous episodes predating back to when we first started, which was four, five, six years ago now insane um but yeah we'd love to hear your thoughts this week you've got any thoughts on anything we've spoken about um what you're playing during lockdown and what you're enjoying um yeah we'd love to hear from you so drop us an email we'd love to hear from you so i've been calling that's chris and it's time to get out of here bye bye i'm gone love you guys look after yourself wash your hands 20 seconds happy birthday